choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. It's one we are willing to postpone. And one we need to win. Here's a ground ball right side. Could do it. The What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Ryan Lima, Apollo Des here with you. Follow us on Twitter at BLima790, at Apollo Des1, and of course, at Apollo HOU. And Des, the season is just about to conclude. There are two series left after the Astros uh, go for a sweep against the Los Angeles Angels uh, tonight, which is Thursday night. Uh, we're doing, you know, a little bit of a watch party, but uh, right now we are recording another edition of Beyond the Diamond. And the Astros won a thriller in extra innings last night, Wednesday night, game two of the series. Um, you know, th- there's a lot to take from these last couple games. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, what we hit on last episode, but it, it's going to continue to roll is what's the rotation going to look like? No, the best thing about all of it is... The first series is only five, so you can roll out three yeah, and then figure it out for four, and then you roll back with Lance game five. So you're going to roll out Lance, Framber, Garcia. That's a given. Zach Greinke is now a mystery all of a sudden. Odorizzi is now a mystery because his foot hurts, and he's throwing a bullpen. He's not throwing a bullpen. Yeah. He's throwing a 20-pitch full bullpen. I was going to say, so he's... I don't know what he's doing. Right. And then... Never know what he's doing back there. And then you have your Queedy, who... I looked dominant for five and then hit the wall and he's not ready for that. So he doesn't have to piggyback. Um, I don't know. I think the, the, the biggest thing is if you play the white Sox, you're going to have the opportunity to get in a slugfest if you want Two, if you do backdoor the one scene, you're probably going to have uh, the blue Jays or the Yankees. I don't know. I think the Yankees are going to be out because they have, I don't even think the Yankees uh, are going to get there. I don't, I don't, I mean, if they do, yeah. Uh, producer Josh said they had the Yankees have <clears throat> Boston, Toronto, and the Rays. If the Yankees get through that in their final nine games, that's scary because that means oh, they're, yeah. they're they're fucking rolling. They are clicking on all cylinders if they get through those. Uh, and then I'm a little bit worried with that. I think we just should cruise for the two seed. I want to play the White Sox. The I don't, White Sox are frauds. I don't want to run into one of the wild card teams. I really don't. So whether it be the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, the Yankees, shit, even if even if somehow Seattle sneaks in there because Seattle won again today and they are now the now they are uh, seven, six or seven games back. But they're in the two seed in the West, obviously climbing up the the AL wild card. Um, I think the Blue Jays are going to be the wild card winner. Um, They're they're playing the hottest baseball right now. but when you look at the Astros, you talk about a back door. It's really not even a back door anymore because they're only two and a half out of that number one seed, and they have a three-game set at home against Tampa. So I highlighted it last week, and I said that it's all right there in front yeah. of them to go get it. Um, now they can choose if they want to go get it or not. Obviously, you're going to try to win every single game you're, you're going to play, but um, having home field throughout the AL is going to be great. Um, Having it for the first round is even better because it's a five-game stint. Yeah, and, and, you know, people, the debate going forward in the next probably two weeks, week and a half is going to be, there's going to be two things, and we've already hit on one of them. What's the rotation going to look like? 
And then do you go for the one seed or do you stay at the two seed? I think the way that I see it, I would rather the Astros have the two seed. But then again, it's you want to obviously you go out there and you want to win every single game. So play your best baseball, let the cards fall as they will, and then battle it in the playoffs. If you are hitting your hitting on all cylinders, hitting your stride going into October, and that means you take over the one seed, then shit, ride it out and go with it because that means you're clicking at the right times. And the way that this this lineup is is producing, what Jordan did last night with that home run to to right center, what Chaz is doing, what Jake Myers is doing, what Aledmus Diaz is doing. Um, and then, of course, then you're going to have Yuli. Michael Brantley hit a quote-unquote lull in his rehab. That's fine. I can honestly see them saying, hey, take your time. Don't push this. And then you've got Altuve, Correa, um, and, and the rest of, of the game. So for me, play your best baseball, figure out the rotation, and just win. And then play it how how you think it's going to, or, or, or it, you know, let the cards fall as they will, so to speak. Yeah, and I think the other the other part of it all is who's actually going to be on the roster at least for the for the ds because it's it's a five game series best of five um the leashes are a little bit tighter on that if you do play the white Sox, they're gonna stack righties so you got to look at see if any of those righties has reverse splits if not you're probably only carrying brooks Riley. so so taylor's out um two if you do have the White Sox. Is it Maton or is it Javier? Yeah, and <clears throat> I, I'm on I'm on Team Javier in this in this case because Javier brings the uh, possibility of a, a a piggyback guy. One, yeah. two, if something goes squirrely with the starter that gets injured or gets tossed or whatever, he can go eat four or five innings. He's done it. He's been the starter before. Um, where Phil Maton is just a one inning guy, and he has the stuff. He had a rough, rough go the last night where he gave up, I believe, uh, five runs. Yeah, he gave up all five all runs. All five runs. Yeah, no one charged no, to him. Right, all charged um, to him. No other pitcher surrendered a run. And so. he had what? I, I saw, I mean, people were mentions about he had like, you know, 10 appearances in a row where 11, um, 11 scoreless appearances in a row. But they were unforgettable. They, they were forgettable. I guess as a reliever, that's good. Yeah. When you're not being remembered for that, I guess that's a good data point. Uh, I'd have to go back and see if they were high leverage spots or whatever. But um, well, we've been scoring about seven. True. Games in the past yeah, the offense has been able yeah. to, um, and you can go out there. It's a different, it's a different thing, right? It's if you're going out there to pitch and you have a seven run lead, yeah, it's it's easy. But last night it was a three nothing game, and we saw it spiral out of control instantly. And obviously, the best thing about it was the Angels bullpen is atrocious. Because they spent all the money on four players that two of them aren't even in the lineup. But you have this opportunity in front of you with the last nine games to play yourself in or out of the playoff roster. Yeah. Um, I think Javier has a little bit of confidence problems. It just it seems like he doesn't have that that moxie and flow that we've seen from him. So I don't know if you carry that guy. Yeah, he, he can eat five, six innings, but if he has no confidence, that's not going to do shit. And then Maton, you have. One hand, five runs given up, and the other one, all those scoreless appearances. So it's an interesting dynamic with those last few roster spots. And uh, so with the with the roster spot for the playoffs, it's 26-man roster, for right? For the DS? Is it for the for the DS, either 25 or 26? Because so. I think it, it for the last month of the season, it goes up to 28, and then they take it back down to 26, if I'm not mistaken. And we can look that up right now. We've got producer Josh here. Um, so, I mean, it's just... Looking that up. But I guess it comes down to... 
how many pitchers are you going to carry compared to how many position players are you going to carry? Because then that's going to dictate what pitchers fill up those last two spots or even that last spot. Because right now, to me, I I think it's a no-brainer. You you keep Christian Javier over Phil Maton. I think Maton has the stuff. We've talked about this before. Maton needs a full offseason with the Astros staff. Work with Brent Strom, work with the analytics department. His mechanics seem a little off as of late. Um, you know, so I think have some tweaks. And I think going into spring training of 2022, just, just for Phil Maton as he's concerned, I think that's really what he needs because I do firmly believe that he has the stuff. You just got to put it all together. And we've seen it happen with numerous pitchers that come from other organizations and they come into the Astros and they get things fixed and then they become, you know, really solid pitchers. So for Maton, I think in the DS, excuse me, I don't think he makes the roster. I really don't. I, I mean, I think you go with Christian Javier. And again, with Christian Javier, he's got a little bit more experience. But man, is it is it just me? And I know you kind of hit on it, but it, it seems like the electricity behind his stuff isn't there lately. I think you keep him on the playoff roster, especially for the ALDS with that short five-game series. And we did confirm that it is a 26-man roster, so that's going to dictate who gets that last pitching spot. So, Go under your head right now. Go under my head. Siri or Marwin? Oh, man. That's t- uh, I'm going with Marwin just because of the experience. What? Just because of the experience factor. Dude, no, put a he's a go- put a young put a no, young kid in then. Put a hoodie on Marwin. He's a, a cheerleader on the bench. Raw raw nope. guy. Wait, are we talking full playoffs or just ALDS? ALDS. Fuck, give me some okay, speed, dude. ALDS. ALDS. You're already, pl- you're already platooning with with uh, uh, Myers and and Chaz. Chaz. Okay. Brantley's still banged up. He's probably not coming back for the till till playoff start. Uh-huh. He's one banged up knee away from we needing an outfielder. You're not going to throw Jordan out there. Now you're burning your DH. What are you going to do? You got to go Siri. You utility guy. Marwin can play outfield. Oh, dude, come on. Quit living in 2017. Hey man. Grow up, Peter Pan. Say uh it's a, you know, experience factor for me. But ALDS I'll go with uh Siri. Just okay, here, here, let's no no, but I said for the whole playoffs. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But let's 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 take a step back from that and let's take away from playoffs real quick. Okay. Look at what the Astros outfield is gonna look like in a couple years. You're gonna have Kyle Tucker, you will have Jake Myers, Jose Siri, uh Chaz. Who, who would have thought Miles Straw was the, the thing holding the damn back? Exact, that's what I'm saying. Can you believe this thought? is where I start to yell? Can you believe that people were mad that Miles Straw was traded? Think about that. Look at what this outfield is gonna be for the Astros in the future. This is in like, and what they're doing this season. Come on, why are we why were we upset? About Miles Straw. I was I was not one of the... I was not either. I wanted to be DFA'd in week two. Uh, I just... We now have a surplus of outfielders. Okay, you go get Correa. Let's turn... Let's shift it off. You go get Correa. You, you, you lock him up. You, you, you could finally... Finally, the Crane administration puts a contract out there that's <laughs> just crazy. Blows everyone's minds. We get, we get our guy. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. You can drop that little graphic, you know. And uh, he said, gentlemen, we got him. That's good. That's actually a pretty good. Like we, we do that like right when we signed Carlos. Yeah. And so where I was going with all of this, you have a you have a surplus of outfielders. You have Jeremy Pena, who is possessed hitting right now. What what 
what better thing than put a little siri sauce and a little pena sauce package them up and go get a front end guy oh damn you want to get rid of those guys if you sign carlos correa you don't need a jeremy pena no true very true and you have a surplus of outfielders. So if you you sell high on Siri, for bada sure. Bada bing, bada boom, you get a front end guy. If you get a front end guy, go get a power arm. Yeah. That's what the Astros lack is a power arm. I, was, I love what Lance McCullers does, but he's not that perennial power arm. He's got the high velocity fastball, but he's got pitches that run for days, right? So he's not that. I want a guy. You, you I want, want a JV and Cole. I want a JV or a Cole. Absolutely. I want what Forrest Whitley should have been. Not saying that he can't get back to that guy, but the but I'm you know it's man it's you know I feel less likely that he's going to get back to that. But go get a perennial guy. And I know we're talking you know a year down the road, but plus you got man you you have Justin Verlander and Zach Greinke coming off the books. I mean, my goodness, man, it's going to be there's not. I mean, there's there's it's going to be a beautiful thing to see what the Astros really do in the offseason. There's not a power arm. Yeah, that's what sucks. Bauer's going to be... In yeah, okay, Bauer's never going to play again. never play again. Grink is free agent. Verlander's... Let's He's going to go back to Detroit and retire. Okay. Kershaw. No. Probably, maybe be a Ranger. Yeah, I got it right. Oh, is this Power Arms? Um, I'm just running through the free agents. Um, Johnny Cueto. Should have, I thought he retired 10 years ago. He's still playing? Yeah, he's still playing. Okay. Still collecting checks. Good All right, him. this is where you start getting into the range that you could possibly go get, but they're not a power. Marcus Stroman, Stro with 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 um, Stromy in our our department could be filthy. But he said some things about the Astros before, so he's got to got to clear that air up. You're talking about a trade, not a free agent. I'm talking about free agent. But you're talking about that is that is an arm producer, Josh. That's one of my guys that I've been talking about for, for five for years. Go get Luis Castillo. I like it. Dude is electric. The Red, uh, but the Reds are playing. The, the Reds, Reds are playing good baseball. I mean, it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to. Cardinals the second, are playing good yeah. baseball as well. Did you see what Paul Goldschmidt did today? Yeah, I mean, my goodness, he's literally willing see, them. Into okay, and then here's Kevin Gossman. I mean, he just figured out this year he's a free agent. That's going to be a lot of money. <clears throat> here's another thing to think about. Jordan Alvarez is essentially a Houston Astro. He's not an unrestricted free agent until 2026. <laughs> He's got one more year of team control in 2022. Then he's arbitration for the next three years, 23, 24, 25. And then he becomes a free agent at 26. That's insane to me. Dude, our core is there. It is there. And, and Tucker's going to be there. It is there. Um, future MVP Kyle Tucker. Future MVP Kyle Tucker. Um, look, there's an arm that I would buy high on or buy low on, excuse me. And... <laughs> He hasn't lived up to it. He's been injured quite a bit. But Noah Syndergaard, he's a free agent. I wanted, I wanted Noah Syndergaard like you last, probably would have like traded two Tucker. years ago. You I would have. I wanted, Remember that, I did, those rumors yes. of Tucker for Noah? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you I wanted that because I wanted another power arm. Yeah. Um, our producer, Josh. We're Robert probably going to get ripped. Hey, we'll get ripped for that take. Which one? For wanting Noah Syndergaard because everyone's passed and I would, I would, I would throw a dart on. Him. I would fuck yeah, I would. yeah. Something low. You have money. I have spend. such a belief in what Brent Strom and in, in the that group does with pitchers that I would take a chance on a guy like Noah Syndergaard. I mean that Why dude. Not? Shit, if he can stay healthy, there's there is one name that I want to go get, and we can shift it back to this season. But John Gray. Oh, dude. You give me John Gray, yeah. I'll be a very happy camper. Yeah, I would be. A, I would um, love that. Yeah, him and him, Lance Framer. Oh, yeah, Garcia, you Oh, anyways, shifting back to what's going on now as we 
wrapping up the show. We're we're nine games left. Yep. By so the they, time this is coming out. Yep. Three against Oakland, three against Tampa, three against Oakland. You have to play five hundred ball essentially to That's to the bare to bare minimum. You have an opportunity to either chase down the one seed. You have an opportunity to win the West before the last week. And with all that going on, you got to get healthy. So yeah. it allows, if you wrap it up sooner, it allows your guys to, your Brantleys, your, your Dons, all these guys that are banged up, your Bregmans, to get some rest before you get into October where it means, it means more. So I, I think you just go for it now and, and then you start resting, guys. You yeah. have the taxi squad. You have all this stuff. I think that's what the game plan should be. So the magic number right now stands at three. Three mm-hmm. as of the 23rd of September. Yep. So three. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, play the best baseball you can. Don't rush back Michael Brantley. Uh, get Jordan healthy. You know, not saying he's injured. He's sore. That's fine. I mean, the big body was playing a lot of outfield, which he's not used to this this season. So get him healthy you know um use utilize the younger guys that you that you know like guys like jake myers Chaz, uh get marwin more reps get diaz more reps get all those guys in continue to play good baseball again like i said earlier in the show if you get the one seed so what that means you're playing good baseball rolling into october hitting you're gonna your have to a good team up. right no matter what. matter what it's the playoffs so anything go get the fucking happen. one seed yeah go get the one seed yeah. um the, the one thing, why, how do you say this, Josh? A spot track? Spot track? Uh, yeah, it's a spot, spot track. Spot track? Do yeah. you know what? Great website. Do you know what Carlos Correa's um, market value, um, according to them right now, of how he's played? Market value like AAV? Per, per year. Or per year or what it? Like what they, I guess, the I could be totally wrong, but this is what I'm assuming, This the second column. Yeah, the value like is that. the value of what he's doing right now, like what it would be. So we're paying him eleven point seven million, right? Mm-hmm. Was it twenty eight? Correct, eleven point seven. Anyways, that's what's on the sheet. It's got to be over twenty, right? Twenty six point six. Ooh, I said twenty eight. What value we're getting? Wow, unbelievable season. That's should win 30, the Gold Glove. So like thirty is no problem. So Luis Garcia should win Rookie of the Year. Kyle Tucker should get MVP votes. Jordan could get MVP votes. Carl Cray is going to win a gold glove and just continue getting fucking Lance is third and Cy Young. Lance is going to get Cy Young votes. Uh, just the golden age is still extended for another five. The the window is another five. The The window is nowhere. Everyone was panicking. The window's closed. Yeah. Greeky's gone. Verlander's gone. The window's closed. It's not. It's wide the fuck open. Yeah, now it's wide. It's definitely it's wide the fuck open. It's definitely open again. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. Uh, so what? We got three series left. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a grind. Are you ready? For us. I'm talking not the Astros, for us. Oh, dude. I'm, are you ready? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you... you I'm sh- ready to party, dude. Look, are you? I'm ready to You party, ready to party? Dude. No free ads. Producer Josh, you ready to party? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm ready. All right. What's your prediction? Going into... Let's just, let's just do the Oakland series. Okay. Three games in Oakland. Oakland's playing like absolute shit. But, I mean, their backs against the wall, they have to win. They have to win, true. So That's when teams are the deadliest. You've got Grinky, Framber, Odorizzi <laughs> going for the Astros. Odo's not back yet. 
It'll be uh, okay. So I'm just looking at the schedule. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. So that'll be a TBD. Okay. So it's Grinky Valdez T- TBD. <laughs> Man, we just kind of win one there. I I, I, say I say they take two out of three. Two honestly, three? Yeah. I'm gonna say they're gonna. They got Montez, Manaya, and Blackburn thrown for the A's, and the A's are not playing well. I know that. They're, that's their season. This is their yeah. this is their World Series. I'm absolutely frightened going into Oakland. I'm not. I'm frightened. I'm not. I'm really not. Um, I'm really interested to see how Grinky throws that first game. Um, it's man. I hate to say it's like <laughs> the most. Is there? Impo- is there? It's any- the most important game that he's thrown in a long time because everyone is down on him. Right? Is there now. a timeline where Zach Grinky's not? Not on the playoff roster, but he's not starting. Dude, it's right now. Like, look what look how bad do he's you start on. do you start Zach Grinky in the DS? If he's on the roster, he's starting. If I Correct. again we we talked about this. It it depends on where you're playing, right? So I, I man, dude. <laughs> I never thought in a million years we would be actually having this hypothetical question about Zach Grinke because he's been such a good arm for so long. You're going Lance, you're going Framber. I, I mean, I if have more if confidence you got you sitting from, Garcia and your Creedy out there and I am. If you have your first two games at home, then I, I, you throw Lance game one and you throw Zach Grinke game. I don't know, dude. It's How yeah. about the, Hear me out. Game four, <laughs> a game four, you start Grinke and you piggyback with your Creedy. I wouldn't mind that. And then game five, you have Lance. So you have... You go Lance, Framber, uh-huh. Garcia. Garcia. Uh, Greenkey starting game four mm-hmm. with Short your leash. Creedy piggyback. I like that. Because Greenkey's, Greenkey's for sure going to get you four. Four. For sure. That means your Creedy just needs to get See, me but three. Then, you know, then three to, play, four. to play devil's advocate here, it's, it's Zach Greenkey gets into the playoffs and then he throws a gem of eight inning baseball. So it's like, what Zach Greenkey are you going to get? That's the frustrating part yeah. because when he's on, he's good. He's not overpowering you, but man, he's so crafty. We may have to look at his. God, it's going to be the, that, this is, like I said on the last, like I said on the, one of the last episodes is, yeah, the home, home and away splits. That's what we he's talked about. Away. Yeah, That's what I'm okay, yeah, there we go. Game four, Zach Grinky in Chicago. <laughs> Ride it out. Ride it out. In Chicago with the circus and zoo around him. Fucking this, his, his moment. That will be his. Uh, what's that movie it's with one, that's Costner? His one, that's his one shining moment with Costner. Uh, Field of Dreams. Nope. The rookie. Nope. That's Dennis Quaid. Oh, it's Dennis Quaid. Okay, classic mix-up. Oh, uh, he's a pitcher for the Tigers who perfect game against the Yankees. Oh, um, um, for love of the game. No, oh. was it for love of the game? God, we sound like jackasses. <laughs> we have computers. Let's use them, and we have a producer. <laughs> what? It is for love of the game. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yes, by Sam Raimi. We also made Spider Man too. Uh, <laughs> big Spider-Man guy, dude. Yeah, it was. Anyways, that's his moment. If you haven't seen the movie, watch it. I think that's the movie I'm talking about. I think, yeah, I think uh, Grinky has to be in the rotation. Okay. So. I think we're done. Is that it? This Good way to end it. Yeah. Segment one. Segment one. Ross and rooms one, to go. One and one only. One take beyond the diamond is what they call us. Yeah, they call that. So call it. like that. that too. Wow. That's fine. We had pizza. We had Couple, couple of the dogs going nuts. But that's going to do it for another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. As always, Des, you got anything before we get out of here? Just a win, baby. Just win. By the time you hear this, 
The Astros will have a magic number of two. Ooh. Book it. That's going to do it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Till next time, we'll see you later. Peace. Love you guys. Here's a ground ball right side. Could do it. The Houston Astros.